When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ammo and Danny's Irish Downfield Road. Thank you so much for listening once again. This is our sixth podcast now yeah. going out. Uh, so it's been exciting, it's been good to be able to go through these and especially what a season to be able to start this up. I know we didn't necessarily do it because of the season that we're having, but what a season but to be able to do. Danny, cause like it's the, isn't it the greatest time to be alive? You know, we're six times European champions, we're world champions, six wins and we've won the league. I know, it's... Uh, you know, come on, like it's, it's the greatest time to be a Liverpool fan right now, right here, in this moment, whilst we are talking, there's no better time to be a Liverpool fan, we are the greatest team on our planet. You know? I know, and it's amazing to be able to see, so that's why there's so much to be able to talk about, so it's great to be able to start the podcast at this time. Um, now we're going to be going and doing a number of things during this podcast, obviously we're going to be reviewing the games that have happened this last week, uh, we're going to be talking about the upcoming games that yep. are happening before and after the two-week break, uh, and then also having a discussion more than a debate this week, isn't it? I think we, we got quite heated last week. It was a big debate. So we're going to be discussing oh. this time uh, whether Liverpool, this team, you can compare and put on a par with the previous great teams of history, the, the Galacticos of the 90s, the Barcelonas, the United of 99 even, and things like that. Yeah. Um, but before we get stuck into that, um, one of the things we didn't do last week is just talk about how we're getting on, what's been going on. So what's been going on in your life over the last couple of weeks, Amal? Ah, oh, same old... Um say we Leo now six weeks old so you know the, all the joys and the tantrum well tantrum but the, the lack of sleep with, 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 a, with a newborn and having to deal with it you know with anyone that knows in everyday life with new newborn children it's hard mm. um, I'm also currently changing job position at the moment to a completely different role which I won't say too much about but that creates its own stresses and stuff um, obviously keeping up with Liverpool playing every 10 seconds <laughs> <laughs> you know it's trying to trying to keep them in um, contact with the world of football and, and couldn't and, and having right decisions it's, it's hard enough to so I find myself actually listening to podcasts sometimes you know, yeah. to find out what's going on in the world of football like the transfer window has gone there since the, our last pod it's been and gone hasn't it and it, it, it was kind of like yeah, it was kind of a non-starter wasn't it Brewster went to Swansea yeah it's about the height of Liverpool yeah um, but yeah usually what about yourself Danny 
Um, number of different things, as you said, similar to yourself. Got two kids, so you're busy running around after them and working and different things like that. Um, I have actually, because you know, I haven't got enough going on at the minute, um, I have started up a kettlebell. Um, sort of doing PT and different things like that so I, I have a number of clients signed up now that I do at home kettlebell sessions with do you know like parents you know because one of the things I've right. always found hard is being able to go to the gym exercise it's hard to be able to get that time when you've got a family so started up like a kettlebell business I say business I'm not really getting any money from it but um, so they're helping parents doing at home kettlebell sessions when uh, Danny come in as we were uh, getting ready to set the podcast up he, he dropped about three and a pound worth of notes come out of his pocket <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was three hundred pounds worth of notes coming out of my pocket, but it's um, so yes, it's been a busy couple of weeks setting that up and getting clients and different things like yeah. that. But it's fun, so um, fair play to you, Danny. So enjoyed it, like so. But yeah, been a busy week, um, but nobody wants to be heading about our lives. That's true. Although it's nice to be able to talk about it, um, we want to be talking about our first topic, which is the review of the last two games that Liverpool have played. Okay. Right, so we're going to be discussing the two games that Liverpool played last week. First one was West Ham Liverpool. Now, I I knew we were going to win. We both said that we didn't yeah. think West Ham would score. Yeah. Uh, what did you, What did you think of the match? At the end, of the day, I think it was one that won't go down in history books. You know, I mean, it will. Uh, I was going to say, it will if we stay unbeaten? Yeah, go in history books. <laughs> the game itself, like it wasn't a great spectacle. We won to know. We done what we need to do. You know, Salah score, Chamberlain score, great goal by Chamberlain. Mm. I think. Um, we keep referring to this, and I'd say this is an analysis on the actual game, really, but we keep referring to if one doesn't turn up, to if one will. So, obviously, Manny's injured at the moment. Yeah. Salah's come in, and he's scored, and he's, he's, he's assisted a goal. Um, and he's done the same. He scored a couple the weekend there against yeah. Southampton. I think Salah just stepped up. He's just, it's just shown his quality, really. West Ham did nothing. nothing. David Moyes, as I say, I think he's overrated. Um, Mark Noble put a half-decent shift in midfield, but I just... I feel sorry for West Ham. I feel like there's something going on behind the scenes that is really stopping them from playing as they should. Because West Ham have got a good lineup, they've got a good squad there, but they just can't seem to gel properly. Lanzini is a great player, as you said, Noble, Declan Rice. They've got all these different boys who are good players, but they just they can't seem to put it out there on the pitch. And I think that in, I think that actually, if they carry on in the way they're going, I think they're in real trouble of being dropped in that bottom three. Like. Well, that, 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 this old saying is a yo-yo team, aren't they? I think West Ham are just a perfect definition of a yo-yo team. You know, in, in the decades, you know, they spend half the time in the Championship, half the time in the Premier League, you know? Yeah. Um, the likes of your Fulhams, the likes of maybe in recent times your Newcastles, the likes of your Norwiches, which we're going to you know discuss. Yeah. I just think, I mean, they might get the odd big result, but... This Liverpool team that we're watching at the moment and that teams are playing against, the mentality, you just can't put into words. I think teams are going to pitch and West Ham are probably enough to beat them before they're playing. Like the manager's going, if you get a, if you score in this game, you're doing good. If you get a draw out of it, you know, it's the best it's the best result of your season. Yeah. So I think I, we're going to see that when we touch on the Southampton game in a minute, is that the manager came out at the end of that game, didn't he, and said, yeah. I'm proud of my team. There were two teams that, that went out there and they scrapped and they fought and they, they got beat 4-0. And he was coming out saying he was happy because at least... Like they didn't get absolutely smashed, and and it didn't. It wasn't. I feel that the result was a little bit unfair on Southampton, but we'll yeah. come on to that. We'll come on to that. But as I said, West Ham game. Ugh, you can't say they were a bit unjust. No, the Danny Ings thing in the Southampton game, yeah. But West Ham, I don't think they created a lot. No, the odd little half chance. Um, I just, yeah, it's just we're just unbelievable. But we, we didn't play our greatest. We didn't need to play our greatest. Um, we got the job done. As the old saying goes, professional performance by a professional team. 
and a little bit of quality like that pass through from Salah to Chamberlain how good is that and how good is it to see Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain getting a running team again after being out for nearly a year yeah and scoring scoring how good is that to see he, he really is he's like a new signing for us yeah you know and that's one of the things we've seen in previous seasons is that we've seen Salah get injured we've seen Mane get injured obviously one of the big things that we can think about is the likes of the Champions League final not the one that we won but the one against Real Madrid the one before Salah went off injured yeah. the team just looked completely gone well Lallana come on didn't he and it was it wasn't the same it wasn't, fit, wasn't a fit Lallana yeah, yeah. We've seen Mane go off and we've seen the same happen. Oxley chamberlain has given us a dimension that we haven't had in previous years. Spot on. He, he, he's, different. He's, he's, just that, he's different to any other midfielder as well. Just, yeah, he's just that little bit of better quality that we've needed, that he's come on and he's really he's put in the shift yeah. and we haven't missed Mane as much, who for me has been our key man. He, he, he can play in that from three. You yeah. know, so if we didn't have Chamberlain, you know, you're looking at Origi, you know, who hasn't been great this season, or Minamino, who's not really used to the English league. Actually, Alex Oxley Chamberlain well, he's 27 28 maybe he's been around the block he knows what it requires to be, you know, to be a Premier League player yeah. he knows what it requires to be within the top you know, couple of teams in the league what it requires professional job and he's he's just got that little bit of quality and he's he's the good, when I watch Alex Oxley Chamberlain I feel like he's always positive yeah do you know I feel like he's always because he's not always in the team he's always trying to prove that he he should be in the team yeah sometimes Salah can make the wrong decision sometimes Manny can make the wrong decision. Yeah. They're going to be the start next game. Chamberlain knows that he has to make the right decision. Yeah. So I just feel that he's he's doing that. Yeah. And he's proven he's proven why Jurgen Klopp spent so much money on him. Yeah. He's proven that when he went from Arsenal to Liverpool, so many teams wanted him. I think I think if I, correct, if I remember correctly, I think City wanted him at the time. Yeah. And I think, you know, a few of the smaller teams in the league like Everton wanted him. But <laughs> at the end of the day, he's come to Liverpool and he's, as you say, Danny. He's proved he's something a bit different that we don't have, you know. Yeah. And he's it's great to see him scoring on goals. And that goal against um, West Ham it was great. So that the ball through from Salah, he had the pace, even though he's had all the injuries, to go past the defender and slot it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad he's getting the praise he deserves because for me he's had a lot of injuries in his career, Oxley Chamberlain, and it could have potentially have really ruined him. Yeah. Um, but obviously he's sitting there top of the league getting his opportunity and he can turn around at the end of the season with a winner's medal around his neck and turn around and go do you know what I actually contributed to this team took the word on my office he deserves it yeah. yeah so the game won't go on history books for the spectacle but we it was a professional job we won 2-0 and yet yeah, we expected to yeah. what, what can you say but the only thing I don't ask you is do you do you think that West Ham are going to get relegated this season. For me, only talking about the fact that, like you think, because obviously Liverpool are running away this season in terms of our points, in terms of how we're playing, but the rest of the league is really, really tight. West Ham are currently sitting in the bottom three. Yeah. They are 11 points away from Europa League. Right. That is how tight the rest of the yeah. league is this season. Uh, my gut is telling me it's going to be between them and Aston Villa. I can see Bournemouth pulling out. Yeah. Um, you think Norwich are gone us. Um, and who, who's, who's second from bottom, Danny? So we've got West Ham and then we've got Watford and Norwich. Yeah. Again, Watford's a hard one. Watford are sort of going on a run of form. They're sort of picking up points mm. here and there. But as you said, so are, so are Brighton, so are Bournemouth, so are Villa. So it's really hard to I've just bumped into that fence that you sit on every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's confident. Mate, do you know this? Um, see, see the teams like your Watford, your Bournemouth, your Villas. You know, I just think there's... there's that minute difference in them between them like there's very little difference in between you don't know West Ham yes or no come on I'm a one to the question <laughs> oh West Ham going to get relegated this season um, for the sheer fact that they haven't got a quality striker I know they brought up that young boy in from um, League One yeah I'm going to say yeah West Ham are going to go down 
you think the the current way that the the yeah. bottom three is West Ham, Watford, and Norwich? I think, think West Ham will go down. I don't want to burst no bubbles there. <laughs> Excuse the pun, <laughs> but yeah, I think they'll go down. Ah, interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So that's a bit of a preview of the West Ham game. Now the Southampton game happened after that. Yes. I don't think. And going back and listening to last week's, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's pod, then do. Um, we both gave a prediction on the game, and we both said it was going to be tight. I don't think many people would have put down for a four nil. No, but it was tight, wasn't it? It was a game. It was a very tight game, and that's what I said before. I don't. I think the result flattered us. Yeah. I think because when you watch that game back and when I watch especially the first half I thought Southampton really came at us like, mm. and they probably had the better of the chances first they're, they're, they're a good team yeah. Danny Ings had that chance where he was through and uh, you know Alisson come sparking out at him and stuff and yeah. Danny Ings I think on another day could have had probably Hatchick and been walking away with a 3-0 Southampton victory Yeah, should have had a penalty shouldn't he I mean here's to the for me and I don't know you think we haven't discussed it Danny but was that a penalty on Danny Ings it was I think it was. I, You're talking one 0 to Southampton. Yeah, and and I think watching it back, I think if the referee would have decided to give it to Liverpool, I can see why it wasn't given, yeah. so to speak. I can also see why the Liverpool penalty from Firmino wasn't given as well. Um, well, they were both from Wallace. Yeah, for me, if they would have got given, I don't think anybody would should, should have or would have been complaining. So, really. but, but that's the thing. People are just digging at Liverpool now to say well, so that the Ings wasn't given, but no one's mentioned that the Firmino one wasn't given. Yeah. I thought they were both stone cold penalties. You know, so. Okay, Danny Ings, it wasn't given, but I think football fans need to get off Liverpool you know, fans' case. At the end of the day, we had a stone goal penalty for me and Neil too. Yeah. But the game itself, I mean, I say the first half they probably edged it, and the second half we probably edged it. But it's just the whole thing with Salah. Like the Firmino, unbelievable to set Henderson up. What a goal by Henderson. Yeah. Shout out to Tom Henderson again. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's really coming to form ever since you've started talking about him. I feel, like, I feel like you're kind of bigging him up on this podcast <laughs> and he's listening every week and going, do you know I'm going to perform well for Ammo because yeah. he's, really, he's really sticking in my corner here. Jordan knows the crack. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, so then Chamberlain, great goal by Chamberlain. You yeah. know, back heel for Firmino goal and back heel for Robinson and Chamberlain just slots it in. Henderson, great goal, great work by Firmino. And then Salah, the ball from Henderson. What a ball by Henderson, and then Salah just does what Salah does. He just thinks it like yeah. that. There, that finish there. I know you're not an attacking player, Danny. See, I play amateur football. If I did not finish once every three seasons, I'd be buzzing. Yeah, Salah just made that look like. You see his reaction. He was just like, I was going to say, he kind of walked away, going, Ah, I probably could have done better there. That's what I do. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. And then sure, the last goal was a bit scrappy, but four 0 fatters us. But I think as soon as you go to two three 0 Against, you know, as soon as Liverpool go two three up against teams, the other teams are kind of just accepting the fate really. Yeah. As I say, they put up a good a good good scrap, but again, it's the quality in Anfield. Yeah. But I think it was a big difference of being at Anfield, you know what I mean? And we kinda of break really quickly at Anfield and counter attack and football was a key part of that game. Like at least two of those goals came from us just firing at them out of nowhere. Um, obviously Trent smashing that ball over the top goes to Firmino suddenly we're on the attack from yeah. from Southampton coming at us suddenly they're on the back foot and we're in before they even know what's going on same with Henderson whipping that ball around to Salah we kind of just we counter attack really really well at home the crowd almost sucked the ball into the net um, and, and yeah as I said I think 4-0 was a flattering result but at the same time once it came into the second half once we get running I think Klopp said it in his interview at the end once we get running the power that we that we play with going forward driving with that whole team uh, we're, un- we're unstoppable at the minute and it's just as I say we keep mentioning that little bit of quality it's just that little bit of quality from Firmino Robinson and Chamberlain to score a little bit of quality from Salah with the dink it's just we've got 
the work rate, we've got the team, we've got the atmosphere at Anfield sucking the ball in the net, but we've just got that little bit of quality that you know. Yeah. And also not just quality, composure. Every time Salah gets the ball, even if he doesn't score, sometimes he just looks he looks a bit too casual sometimes. He looks like sometimes you're thinking, Oh Salah, just you know, don't do that or don't do that or why are you not trying this or why are you trying I think it's just he's so relaxed. Yeah. He's just got that composure. Where... Especially at home, as you said. I think I think we automatically think yeah. no matter who is in front of us, when we get into Anfield at the minute, we're gonna win. Yeah. And that and that's all this. Well thing. let me let me put this to you and this is a completely different kind of this is going off bar a little bit, but let me just throw in there so you know where I'm coming from. Everyone here has played seven aside and five aside football. And every so often you play, and I'm, I'm certainly not one of these players, and I'm, I'm, I have no disrespect, Danny, you're definitely not. <laughs> Even though you're, Danny, to be fair, just to say this, Danny's a quality seven-a-side player, you know, he works a lot harder than me, he's got a superb left foot. I'm a, I'm a lazy get, but I do produce the odd goal. But, in, the main point is, it's like seven-a-side football, every so often a player will turn up and he'll just do something ridiculous and everyone just kind of stops and like the clapping or how did he do that but nobody the player that does that he's normally like the laziest on the pitch he's normally the one that tries stupid things and you're thinking oh my you know why are you doing that but he'll just do something ridiculous in the game and you're like wow but when you finish that seven star game what do you remember you remember that bit of quality don't you yeah it's the same with Salah he does stuff and like, you just think stop being so greedy stop trying to put it in the top bin all the time stop doing this but then all I remember from that game really is Henderson played great and a dink from Salah yeah. because I just appreciate how hard it is for Salah just made that look so easy Yeah. so my point bringing back to like, the 7 side game is that you just remember that little bit of composure and quality that every so often you see someone you're like wow they don't, they're not turning up to get into a scrappy 7 side match Salah's not turning up to every week to scrap you know, against teams he's turning up to do Stuff like that, yeah, because he knows that'll be shown. And you know, in, in Salah's highlight, you know, reel or whatever, you know, they're gonna show that thing. Oh, they're yeah, gonna be like, not gonna show the three chances before where he tried to bend it in the top bin or nutmeg someone, or you know, you just remember that. And it's just that bit of quality that makes it so exciting to watch the bottom up. Man is exactly the same, yeah. Firmino does it in a less selfish way, yeah, and he's normally setting someone up, but again, it, it, back, was, it, it was yeah. brilliant. The pullback for Henderson's goal, yeah, Henderson what, had a time to take a touch. And score. How often does that happen in the Premier League? Yeah, that's because that's because um, Firmino sold you, man. Yeah, and he, he passed the tennis, and it's just we're just class. Yeah, we're just absolutely f-ing quality. That's what we are. <laughs> Deeper out, but that's what we are. <laughs> and it is it is amazing to watch us at the minute, as you said. In terms of that, we've got that quality. We've got the sort of calmness and just sort of showmanship. And at the end of the day, we can say that obviously we love football. We love watching football. But at the end of the day because of the business that it's become it's a show yeah. and and people want to see stuff like that they want to see tricks and flicks and they want to see boys enjoying football playing with confidence and just really almost showing up teams sometimes when they yeah. get the chance and Liverpool as you said so, sometimes for the likes of Salah it doesn't always pay off but when it does it is quality but it's the composure it's just having the mindset to do that yeah to sit a keeper down when you are a yard and a half away from him Think. instead of just trying to because I know as you said I'm not an attacking minded player if I was in that position all I would be thinking about is I'll pull my laces through it <laughs> hit it as hard as physically possible and try and blow him into the net because yeah. that's all I've got that's, that's the only option that was there the tightness of where he was mm. as that ball bent around the corner he's coming in on the right hand side of the post the keeper's mm. made himself big for me all I'm thinking is there's hardly anything to hit here. Yeah. I've just got to strike it and hope for the best. Where Salah, all he's thinking is, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, and when he sits down, I'm going to just knock it over him. But to do that so quickly yeah. shows the level of but quality. That's the difference at. in Liverpool and Southampton, because Southampton are a quality top 10 team in the, in the Premier League. Yeah. Best league in the world, Southampton, Southampton completely a top 10 team on the day. So that, that just proves the quality. And what more can you say except for every week, someone 
seem to turn up with quality. In this particular game, Chamberlain, Firmino, Salah and Henderson yeah. all come up with quality. But if one, if they all don't all turn up, one does. And that's just the difference in Liverpool right now and Liverpool of yesteryear, you know? Yeah. Now, going on from that, going from the quality of what we've seen at Southampton, we're now going to discuss about the very, very changed team that we're going to be playing yeah. this week. Well, Dan, I have to give you your credit. Um, I think Klopp isn't going to backtrack. I think it is going to be Neil Critchie and the kids. Yeah. Um, question is, are we going to win the game? I just... I think it's 50-50. What do you think? I, when I've seen the, the reports on it today and different things like this, one of the things is they're saying we're going to be playing the under-23s, but then Neil Critley's come out and said the chances are it's going to be more like the under-19s and the under-20s, uh, which is a scary reality of the fact that a lot of these boys... We've got some of the boys playing. Curtis Jones, I think, is playing. Uh, Kidavella's playing and boys like that. I would uh, consider... Harvey Elliott's playing as well, I think. I, um, think, I think... Outside of that, some of these boys are going to be, as I said last week... My worry and why I think the Liverpool are going to lose this game is because of the enormity of playing this game at Anfield. Anfield yeah. Fans are going to be there, the pressure that's on them, the way Liverpool have been playing this season. Yeah. It's not a case of, oh, well, it's just giving us our chance to do it. Klopp's not going to be there. It's going to be Neil Critchley, but instead of playing in front of three, 400 fans like they've been, yeah. you're suddenly playing in a 53,000-seater stadium. All and the fans be getting behind it them. Will be full. But the, the enormity what an of that stretch, that would be amazing for them. You'd I love mean, to be in their position. Would you call the likes of Curtis Jones, Shilovella, uh, you know, Elliot as like reserve team? See, this is what I don't get with the whole, like, going back into our debate last week, is if you if he's going to give the likes of Rigi time off and Lalana time off and you know Adrian time off, why isn't he giving the likes of Travella and Jones time off? Because they've been in the first team squad a lot of the times too. I just... Even Elliot's been in the first team squad a lot of times. Yeah. You know, Elliot played against Aston Villa, didn't he? He flew over to uh, Qatar to play the World Cup. Club World Cup. Do you know, I, I just... This is what I don't get. This is what frustrates me. But, I mean, the question is, is the quality, enough quality on the pitch from Liverpool to win the game without even watching any of the kids this season? The answer is yes. If you're playing for Liverpool Football Club as under 23 level, you've got quality about you. Yeah. My fear is this. The, it's men against boys. Yeah. And how often do you be? And again, we can relate this back to amateur football. Um, do you be in a league and you see a quality, quality player? He turns up in the Astro pitch, and he's 16, 17 and he's running past people, and you know he's getting hacked down and all this and that. But he goes to a proper game, proper eleven aside match with a ref and all, and he's just getting bullied out of it. Yeah, I think that's and that's what I found against Villa is the kids got bullied. They're not even developed yet. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I just think, yeah, as I say, we're going to discuss at the end of the show how good can this Liverpool team be. There's a domestic trophy we can win. Yeah. If Liverpool play half team against any team, we've got a chance of winning because we've got that much quality in the pitch. Mm. But I think we'll be bullied off by Shrewsbury. And I think I think they're going to want it more. I think there's less pressure on them. As yeah. I say, you're all allowed to be in Anfield. It's going to be one of them where I don't think that it's going to be a game where people are going to be like, oh, well, we should have won. Everyone's going to like, kind of accept that we're going to get beat. Yeah. And I just think if you want to go down the history books, you've got to win everything. Mm. Don't you? The likes of City win the treble last season, and no one's going to discuss that. Oh, they won the League Cup and the FA Cup, that don't matter. And years gone by, it's going to be like City won the treble. Mm. Do you know, Liverpool won the treble in 2001. You don't sit there and go, it was UEFA Cup, League Cup, and FA Cup, do you? They won the treble. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, just. For me, I, I can I can see as I said as I said I don't want to go back into last week, but I can see why Klopp's doing it. Yeah. I think you look back at his interview when he first came into Liverpool. His priority was that when he had that very first press conference, he said what everybody wanted him to say was that he said within four years of me being here in this club, we will win the Premier League. 
and, he's and that's what he's going for yeah, and he is going all out and he's like do you know what and I think being blatantly honest and I think you can see that in the way that he speaks and the way that he's doing the conferences he couldn't give a crap about these other competitions he wants the league this season and that's it because he knows the league will bring us in the history books and for him it's a progression yeah. he's done well in the cup competitions he's done well in the Champions League he's gone to the Europa League final different things like this we've, got, we've obviously got the, the I just Club don't World see the point I just don't see the point in throwing kids in that are probably going to get bullied about yeah. <clears throat> I just would have thrown a bit of experience into the game itself Shrews going to be handful mm. your man up front um, is it Cumberland or Cummins yes he's played for Rangers you know, the, the one is a bit of a comedian yeah he's, he, he's, he's a threat and I just think I think ultimately they're going to have too much you know, experience yeah for us um, the only way I can see Liverpool getting any kind of result is if we have to start like we did against Villa but we don't concede I think, mm. I think we, you know, we, we'll need Keller and goal will it probably probably yeah. it's hard to even know as Gabe, I said and Keller probably in goal because Christie's came out and said it's going to be more under 19s and under 20s players you kind of don't know who's going to start mm. uh, a couple of the boys that started in the previous game aren't playing was a couple it, of them got really late fitness tests is it Lewis things. Jones is it a left back he hasn't even played for the first team he could be making his debut yeah what's the lad's name left back Luigi. He, he's injured yeah he's doing a late fitness test tomorrow morning to see if he'll actually yeah, play or it's not it's just it's, you know this is really an experienced team I think experience will pay off my heart is saying if we get a, if we if we lose one or two nil or two one or something that's a positive result. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'll be supporting the team wanting to win. And if we oh, do, yeah. brilliant. Um, it's Chelsea in the next round. If we do win, it's, it's a tough, 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 yeah. tough, tough. And I think he, I think Klopp will because it's only six games until we win the league. I think if we can get through this, get through this stage, you get through Champions League and different things like that. I think he will start playing a far stronger team. Yeah. Well, against Chelsea, you'll have to. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will say is if. We don't win them as soon as we go through, as I alluded in the previous pod. Um, at least it'll be a good day off for Shrewsbury. Yeah. Because I think it will tarnish Shrewsbury. If, if they go through, I think it will tarnish Shrewsbury. And I can't get away from the fact that I think that the FA Cup's been disrespected because I, I, I love the trophy. But mm. um, if we were to go for score predictions, I'm probably going to go, and, and you won't hear this a lot on, this, on our podcast, I'm probably going to go. My heart says 1 0 Liverpool, but my head saying. Probably 3-1 Shrewsbury. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I'm going, as I said before, I think I don't think we will win it. I think it'll be too big an occasion for some of these boys. Um, and I think Shrewsbury are a decent enough team. They've got goal-scoring ability. And I think, as I said, they're going to go into the game with a lot of confidence. There's no pressure on them to have to do anything. But I think that they'll be sitting there in the back of their minds going, I think we could get this. Um, and I'm, go- I'm going for a 2-0 Shrewsbury. I think it's going to be a tough one. Fair enough. Uh, I know Curtis Jones has got it in his locker that he can potentially get a goal, but I'm going to go 2-0 Shrewsbury. I think they'll tighten up at the back. Okay, but enough. then we go back to normal. We've got a bit of a bit of a break for a couple of weeks. This is the yeah. whole reason why we're playing such a young team, because yep. we've got the two-week winter break Clocks, where all the boys uh, are going to be rested. Marbella, you know, yeah. all, all exclusive. Exactly, yeah. He's got, he's got his week that his wife's making him go on, so he can't come and turn up for this FA Cup game. That's it. Uh, and then we're going to be playing Norwich. Yep. Then... What do, what do you think about about obviously Norwich sitting bottom of the table for me they've put in a good few performances but they've just City they've stands sh- out doesn't it yeah the City game stands out massively but for me they just haven't been able to keep consistency they've got some good players like Shapoofies up front and your Campwells and um, the hard working team and I really like Campwell I think he's a really good player yeah he's only about 12 isn't he or something <laughs> <laughs> he loves it doesn't he <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> who's the keeper for Norwich Tim Cruel yeah blatantly, Tim. blatantly obvious clearly Tim Cruel yeah, no, he's a good goalkeeper he's a good goalie he always seems to be mad in the match the teams I've seen him so he's beat Newcastle there um, well how do I see this going I mean it's away in Norwich they've got nothing to 
lose. They're going to come out to us, um, but I think that suits Liverpool. Yeah. We, we, we can counter-attack really, really well. Um, I think the players will be refreshed from a break, you know, whether that's just or not, but we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a comfortable victory for Liverpool, isn't it? Um, yeah, I would put my mortgage on it. I think they're going to comfortably win yeah see I think normally when it comes to these types of games we're playing away at Carroll Road I think normally when you're playing away you normally sit a bit deeper the other team come at you but I think the way Liverpool are playing at the minute I think Norwich know that if they come at us we're going to do them on a counter attack so I, I honestly think that they are just going to sit back I don't think they're going to defend that at all I don't think they are they, they play their style of football. Yeah. Like, the beginning of the season, they, they battered us, didn't they, for a half? Yeah. The, it was the first game of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. Because they, they don't think, I don't think they have any lockers to defend. Yeah. You know, and they had no fear coming into it, though, but I think looking now, seeing the way the league's progressed, and, and Norwich, more than anything, if they want to have any, any slim hope of surviving this league, they need to get points on the board. Yeah. And I think their manager, because he's a good manager, he's got sense, I think he's going to be thinking to himself, we c- I can't just go out and attack them. Because they'll kill us. So I think he's going to play for a point, and I think he's going to sit really? five at the back. I just think he, he knows that getting one point is better than getting nothing. And I don't think he, I think he knows that coming out and attacking Liverpool is not a good tactic to play because better teams have tried it and, and got beat. Mm. Um, we watched Arsenal do it earlier in the season when we tanked them, yeah. when they tried to come at us and, and play our game, and we absolutely done them over. And I think he's just going to sit back, and unfortunately, like That's I think he's going to try and take a nil nil out of it. Yeah. But I think I think we've got too much at the minute. We've got too many. We've got too many dynamics which we've never had before. Yeah. We've got the likes of Fabino. We've got the likes of Oxley Chamberlain. Um, even Shakiri's. I don't know whether he'd be fit enough by that point. We got boys that can, life, you know? Yeah, we got boys that can hit thirty yard shots and test the keeper. And we've also got Salah, and we've got Firmino, we've got Henderson at the minute, and boys like that who. Can also play it through. Manage it by then as well. So yeah, it's, yeah. I There's mean, the potential that we've got. We've got multiple dynamics of how to score. So yeah. I think even if a team sits back, we, we potentially can still get goals. In previous years we haven't had that. Yeah, like, you know, under Rafa was you know a lot of the times a year to one or two no victory. Yeah, because teams would do that against us unless Torres or Gerard come up with some goal. And like, this is the thing is that that was always the, the dynamic that we had. We had the likes of Torres who could take players on, but the only long range shooter we ever really had was Gerard. Yeah. Obviously, we had like Alonso was pinging before that. Maybe Alonso was pinging in halfway balls, but that Danny was that was very really Alonso. Yeah, he is one of my greatest all-time players. Um, but like he was pinging in halfway, but it wasn't every week. Gerard, <laughs> most of his goals are coming from outside the box. Once, once Gerard yeah. left, we had we just didn't have that type of player. Yeah. For me, Shakiri, I thought was going to be that player, but for me, Oxley Chamberlain is more consistent. Uh, in how he does it good, and Oxley Chamberlain you saw the feel when he gets the ball on the edge of the box and he tees up for a shot it, it's it's going to at least really test the keeper and get a corner well, that's a good point you make yeah well to say no I don't know if they're going to do that Danny I don't know if that's the, the, the way they play I don't think they've got but if they do I do agree 100% we've got that much quality and someone will pop up if you know someone else doesn't pop up someone else will type of thing yeah. um, and I mean come on would you want to go with a oh, 42 games unbeaten to be beat by Norwich City with the greatest respect like come on <laughs> if you're going to get beat you want to get beat by you know a City or a Chelsea or Everton away later well, on this season definitely not <laughs> we, we could we could win the league Everton couldn't we we could that's, that's the thing depending but on our results go. that game I think will be comfortable um, by the way I like Norwich I think the, the style of football they play is good and as I say Pukki is a handful wouldn't mind him in the Liverpool reserve team um, and I think Campbell's a good player up front and stuff yeah. um, but yeah I just don't Cruel, decent keeper Different levels, and we're 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 the, the world champions in Norwich uh, on the, on on their best day, probably fifteenth 
in mm. the Premier League, you know. So yeah, um, comfortable, comfortable victory for Liverpool. What do you think it's going to be? Um, I am going to go because we've kind of whipped them over the years, haven't we? I look at some of the previous results like Suarez he scored 4-1 one, one year didn't he he loved scoring against Norwich I think he scored about 12 in about 4 games didn't he um, score prediction Pfft, could be anything these days with Liverpool couldn't it <laughs> tell you what let's be bold 5-0 Liverpool ok interesting like as I said similar to you I like Norwich I think they're a good team uh, I think they've got a good sort of vibe around the club yeah. obviously they've always been mostly well known for Delia Smith getting bladdered and shouting at half time on the pitch. <laughs> They're a good team and yeah. I like I like Norwich. Uh, Let's got... be Avenue! Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Let's be Avenue! That's what everyone is gonna remember about Norwich for the rest of eternity. Darren Huckabee, he was a good player. Yeah. <laughs> but like I've got a mate Sam who listens to the pod and he's a big Norwich fan and I Sorry think... about that, Sam. Sorry about that. <laughs> but he knows and we've been speaking about it throughout the season and I think Norwich have been unlucky in some things, but at the same time they just don't have that level of quality. Seven points away. Away from safety at the minute it's, yeah. it's seven points doesn't seem like much I know it didn't seem like that much when City came back at us last season um, but at the same time I think it's too much for them and yeah. I, I'm going to go for a 2-0 Liverpool I think only two? yeah because I, I think just in the way it'll be set up I think they'll sit with probably a, a flat back five and I think they'll they'll try and draw the 0-0 and I think it'll be that eventually Liverpool will get a goal and then Norwich will have to come out because they know they're taking a loss isn't good enough they need points on the board so they will come out at us and I think we'll nick a second but I think it'll only finish 2-0 fair enough no problem so interesting so let us know what you think your results are going to be do you think that me and Ammo are talking absolute garbage or do you think we're onto something and we know what we're talking about and we'll discuss whether our predictions were right on the next pod in two weeks time because it's yep. the international break it'll be a well deserved break for us yeah it will be indeed but before that happens we are going to have a little discussion a little debate uh, about whether we think Liverpool can be put in the same bracket as these class teams that we remember throughout history. Hi everyone, this is Danny here from Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast week by week as we make it. I hope you're enjoying the banter and the football talk as we go through it. And if you want to be a part of it, ask any questions or bring up any discussions, uh, then contact us on our Facebook page or write to our email address, Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road at gmail.com. And we'll make sure to include it in the podcast week by week because we try and include as many comments and as many discussion points as we can. And if you want to sponsor an episode of the podcast, then get in touch with us because we'd love to be able to promote your business to the hundreds of listeners that listen to our podcast every week. So keep listening, keep sharing, and keep enjoying Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. You'll never walk alone. Right, so welcome back to Ammo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. Now we're going to have a little bit of a discussion. Now Liverpool, as we said, have been flying this season, yeah. sitting up at the top of the league. Six wins potentially, depending on how the results go, it could be less. Yeah. But six wins away from winning the Premier League, which is something that that I have never felt that I could say in my lifetime. I've, I know we've had seasons where we've been close. We had obviously the whole season that we're not going to talk about with Gerrard slipping over in the Chelsea game, uh, where we thought we might have had a chance. But I think as a Liverpool fan, we've always thought. I don't know, I don't know. And as I said, I'm the first to admit, all season long, I have been sitting yeah. there on the fence. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, go on. <laughs> I know you, since probably about game three, have been saying that we're going to win the league. And I now you're going to believe us, <laughs> we're going to win the league. <laughs> and I have, I've always sat there and I've said, because of the fact that throughout my, my time as a Liverpool fan, you've always just had that worry. I've seen Liverpool fall so many times that I, I could never bring myself... But I think we're, we're, 
like I think everyone is at that stage now where it's more of a when rather than an if. I think we know it's going to happen. Six games away. But the way in which we've spoken about it during this podcast, the way we've been playing this season, the quality that we've had, could you put us up there with with some of these great teams? You think of the, the Galacticos, John 99, your Beckham, your Zidane, your Raul, your Figo, um, all these boys, your Barcelonas with your, with your Xavi, your Iniesta, your Messi, your Ronaldinho. Um, Puyol all those types of boys yeah, even the United of 99 looking at that team your Skulls your Beckham um, Beckham gets mentioned in two of these um, but like your Skulls your Beckham's your gigs like all those types of boys can we put ourselves in that type of bracket of team right this is a, such, a, such a good point we've been to the last two European Cup finals yeah you know a goalkeeper error made us lose one we won oh, the second yeah oh. Um that's we, a, there's a career-defining moment we, we, that carries it. It was, <laughs> unfortunately, it was. Um, we, we were going to win the league this season. Um, we were at one point away from winning the league last season. Mm. Okay, um, it comes back to this debate with football: <clears throat> is, is is being a, a great team in history? You have to win everything. Now it's like comparing us to the Barcelona teams and like the Real Madrid teams and the United teams. I think that the teams in the league compete with those teams weren't as good as the teams are now. Yeah. <clears throat> Does that mean like, with the TV money to come in, every team is just that little bit better? Like you can't underestimate how good Liverpool are. I think the question what you have to ask here, Danny, is would this Liverpool so our strongest Liverpool team now against that strongest Real Madrid team? Yeah. Against that strongest Manchester United team, against that strongest Barcelona team, would Liverpool compete? Yeah. Would they win? I think we are. We have to be discussed. The only problem is is that you've got to win the that United team won how many Premier Leagues? That Barca team won how many La Ligas? You know, the Real Madrid team again, how many Champions Leagues? Mm. You know, it's so hard because we've only won one European Cup. Yeah. So every other person listening to this that's not a Liverpool fan or, you know, someone who wants to have a dig at Liverpool are going to say, well, you need the trophies behind you yeah. for the success. But I would argue we've been to two European Cup in a row to say 97 points last season is, is a team, most teams win the league but less. Yeah. For me, I think we need to win the league this season and we need probably two or three years of winning a cup, a couple of cups every season and then it won't be in question. Yeah. I think until we win the cups, it's just going to be, you can't say anything because everyone else is going to say you haven't won the cup because you've won one Champions League but Porto won a Champions League. Does that yeah. mean that they were in the discussion? Yeah. And that's that's how fickle football fans can be. Everyone knows we're quality. Um and hates us because we're quality. Yeah, and to that United team, I mean, I don't even know Premier League, how many Premier Leagues they won in a ten-year period. Was it six or seven? More than that, I think. Was it eight? Even I think it was eight. I think yeah. it was eight. Eight at Arsenal won one at the beginning of the century, and I think Chelsea won one at the end of the century. I think, mm. or maybe they won seven and Chelsea won. Two. I mean, I don't know the statistics. Um, I don't get my phone out like Danny, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, my point is, is that oh, I think we have to win the we have to win the silverware, don't we? To, to, to back ourselves up as in that discussion everyone knows man for man yeah we're in that discussion don't they yeah but I mean what do you think I think you <clears throat> look at the fabric of every great team you look at those teams that we're talking about your Real Madrid your Barcelona's um, your AC Milan's even of, of 2004 to 2007 uh, you look at the sort of fabric of the way that they were set up you look at how they how they looked and the dynamic of those teams they had command a commanding centre back a strong keeper so the fast, dynamic midfield and striking options. They could score in multiple different ways. I'm talking about AC Milan because I remember I, I watched a lot of AC Milan during that period. And you, you had 
Kaka, who nobody could beat in that midfield. He was fast, he was dynamic, he could play balls that no one could see. He had Perlo, who had the free kick options and the quality there, pinging balls, 60, 70 yards. You had Crespo, who could, who could do your tap-ins for you, your Shevchenkos, who could do the same. Yeah. Your Galacticos, you think of the exact same thing, the, the precision of Beckham as he whipped balls in. Zidane, who for me is one of the greatest players that has ever lived. Yeah. Um, and then you had your, your Rauls up top and different things like this who could, who could they, had, they had multiple options of how to score and also defend really really well yeah. and you think you look at that Liverpool team and you tell me how they differ they don't we've got boys up top that can play Salah who can think a keeper from two yards out we've got Oxley chamberlains and Hendersons who can hit 20-30 yard balls into the net we have Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson who can hit 60 yard passes at the drop of a hat we've got a strong back line Gomez uh, for me at the minute it was really strong and obviously got Van D- yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> we've got Van Dijk who is yeah. commanding that back line and then if he couldn't if, if he's beat on the very very rare chance that he gets beat you've then got Alisson behind him yeah, it was playing in your, your Oliver Kahn type role and those types of boys Manuel Neuer and these boys the fabric of Liverpool's team for me puts it in in that bracket of these great teams See, I agree it's just the trophies so we haven't got the trophies to back it up and that's, that's the, the thing, thing is that yeah. talk is very very cheap if yeah. if you're not going to produce trophies so if, with it. so if I put it like this too say we'd won the two European Cup finals in a row yeah. and we won the league last season and we won the league this season I think you could say so. I think, yeah. Consistency is key. You look at even your Real Madrid team of only a few seasons ago. Yes, everyone says, oh yeah, it was was only Ronaldo. But three Champions Leagues on the bounce. That puts them up there in that bracket of being a quality team. And again, they had that fabric. Yes, they had Ronaldo, who can score all sorts of different types of goals. But they had Bale, they had Tony Cruz. They got Ramos at the back. As much as people hate Ramos, he's, he's solid. And yeah. he's a commanding force there. In, in so also, back. also a scumbag. But. Oh, he is. But that's, that's beside the point. But yeah. the thing is, is that they're consistent. Yeah. And I think that's the key to any great team. Any team can be good for a season. Mm. But if you're good for five or six seasons, that's what puts you in that bracket. But I also think another thing that I marked that we've missed, and I think your points that you make, Danny, really, really interesting. I didn't analyse it as, as much as you do. That's why I have my phone out some professional yeah. <laughs> But another thing that you write that so Real Madrid always had Barcelona pushing them on. Yeah. Barcelona always had Real Madrid pushing them on. In the old days United they always had Arsenal. Yeah. Pushing them on. Liverpool right now, Manchester City pushing them on. Yeah. So I think to get to those levels you need a team just but that if you don't do it, boom, they're gonna do it. Yeah. So you don't even need to look at the, we the whole Ronaldo Messi debate. Yeah, that's the the whole reason they're doing as well as they are is because the other one is pushing them, and they know I need to get better because that guy is behind me. Yeah. Um, and it's the it's the same within football teams. Well, I mean, you could even use it on a small scale. Me and you playing, like we're two scouts play over here in Ireland, Northern Ireland, play football, and I think me and you like playing against each other, don't we? Yeah, we've got that little bit of like. I'm not going to be the, the, the worst scouter tonight. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's you Defend need... and attacking, you, you don't want to get the, the best. Yeah. You want to get the best way of the one. But as I say, I think enough thing, because you've got City pushing Liverpool <clears> right to that, I think if it wasn't for Manchester City, yeah. I think what they did last season, Liverpool were the best team in history not to win the league. Yeah. With that amount, like City still won it. You've got to give Guardiola and City credit yeah. for what they are doing on a. Season long season basis, like then they're in the League Cup final again. Like, do they really need to win the League Cup again? Like, does anyone yeah. care? But I think we have to be discussed as one of the greatest teams, um, alongside the United, the Real Madrid, the Barca's, and the Cities because, um, 
all the promises that you made, all the dynamics that you made. Yeah. Um, and we really are going to be, I think if we win, I'm going to say three more trophies over the next. So if you include this Premier League over the next two seasons, if we win another two, two or three trophies, um, I think we can be discussed in that category. But, you know, at the end of the football, about winning trophies. That's the be all and end all. Yeah. We win the trophies. Then, yes, if we come just short. Now, we're forgetting that Klopp was in a League Cup final. He lost to City. Yeah. He was in a Europa League final. Yeah. He lost to City. Say we won that League Cup and then we won that Europa League and then we won that Champions League and then we won that yeah. Premier League. We could be talking about it now because he, he's, he's steadily gone up. Yeah. But we haven't. So, when we win the trophies, the answer to your question is, yes, Danny, if um, we don't win the trophies, it'll just be the best team that could have dominated Europe. Yeah. But we only did it for season. Yeah, because it's an interesting discussion point. You think of Liverpool losing that League Cup to City. One of the big defining factors that a lot of players say that's made them the team that they are now is the fact that Klopp forced them to watch City lifting the trophy. Yeah. He made all of them stand there on the pitch and watch them lift the trophy and celebrate. And he said to them, you watch this so you know what it feels like to lose to a team that's so close to you. Because it was only on pens as well, though. To yeah, it was on pens. It was, but he I forced was them. Game, yeah. And you know how devastating it would be yeah. to, to watch that. And you'll have been there and watched City lift it. And that has drove the players. Well, I left, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another point. It was a good day out to Wembley, but yeah, I get yeah. you. It, that, that has drove them. Watching their rival, their closest rival, lift that trophy has drove them to be what they are now. And as yeah. you said, competition is a massive element in any sport it is. Yeah. But especially within football, if you've got another team that is right on your heels, it makes you perform better. And Plus, Liverpool last season, as we said, we were clear, seven points clear, kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit, made a few sloppy mistakes. City were right back on top of us straight away. Liverpool aren't doing yeah. that this season because they know how it felt well, last Liverpool season. Liverpool stepped up a level, I think we could, but we did. Yeah. We have, and I think yeah, you only have to listen to Guardiola and Fresh Homes. He's saying that Liverpool are the best team in the world right now. Yeah. He's saying it. Yeah. What does that tell you? You know. So, yeah, um, we're definitely, definitely, definitely in a discussion. Come back to me in two years' time, we've won a few more trophies, and then. I don't think there would be a debate. I think it would be clear and obvious that we would definitely be in there. We've got a, if, if you come back to me and say all the pool players right now are all sitting from about twenty six to about you know twenty eight, twenty nine. So realistically, if Klopp saves another three, maybe four years with the same team, yeah, what could we do? You know, the scary thing is for me without going too much into it is when that team starts to fall apart and we have to rebuild. Yeah, probably under Stevie G or something. That's the you know, probably Arnold as captain and the likes of Henderson will be finished. And the scary thing is when we have to rebuild, but let's just enjoy now. Yeah, for now. Exactly, exactly. And it's good. It's a good discussion to have. And if you've got any other points on it, if you think that it's any different to what we're saying about, if you can think of any other teams that you think that we should be in the same bracket as, or you think that we shouldn't really be having this discussion because we haven't got the trophies to back it up, uh, then let us know. Comments. Write to us on the Facebook page. Write to us underneath the pod on Podbean, uh, and we'll be happy to read them out uh, and to discuss any other things that you think that we should be discussing. But we are going to be having a break uh, for two weeks, International Week next week. So we're going to be having a break from this pod, and we'll be back in two weeks' time. But before we do we have got a little bit of a competition for you all right guys so we're our sixth episode of the podcast okay we are six times european champions and we need to win six games to win the premier league so we thought today and this pod will be an ideal opportunity to let you know that we are giving away a liverpool away shirt all you have to do is on our facebook page tomorrow we'll ask you to like share and tag three friends and we'll also ask you a bit of a question about tonight's pod all you have to do is answer the question, tag three friends, share the post and comment on the post 
and you'll have a chance of winning a Liverpool away shirt. It's going to be great. And then on our next podcast, when we next do it in two weeks' time, we will announce the winner on the podcast. Uh, so you've got to listen in and see if you've had the chance of being able to win that shirt. But thank you again for listening. Uh, and it's been a privilege to be able to do this. I'm looking forward to a good week off, uh, but also seeing Liverpool get on. And hopefully next time we speak, we will just be that little bit closer to winning the league. So thank you very much for listening to Amo and Danny's Irish Anfield Road. See you in two weeks. Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.